this week to commemorate Women's History Month. The doctor will fuck me out of yet more airtime by reading the top three teaser. Good evening, everyone. In this episode of the Media Virus Podcast, Maddie celebrates Women's History Month by professing his deep and unrequited love for Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. The professor discusses his top three female role models, and Big Daddy will not be with us because he's home making a sandwich for his lady. Plus, we welcome special guest stage combat master, actor, armorer, and dog lover, Josh Kosler, for some reason. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer, Mike Latouris. That there's a fancy doctor in word, but crack. Featuring the diversity duo, Stanley McFadden and the lovely and talented doctor. Ah! Ah! Shut the fuck up, Maddie. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Maddie Rockdeff. So anyway. Every word of that was true. Every single one. I'm your host, Maddie Rockdeff. This is the Media Virus. Please hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, hit all the good, the good buttons. We don't want any of this fucking bad dislike them. Don't fuck those buttons. Hit the good ones. Hit the real, hit the real good ones. Uh, hot damn, do we have a show for you people this week. Uh, so, uh, you know, let's get, uh, well, wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. You fucking, you like swords and, and, and medieval fucking battles? Fucking, so do I. Let's get this party started. You know what? It was, it was, uh, it was it was fitting that that the do, the lovely and talented doctor also you know did the the top three teaser because not only is it Women's History Month but it's St Patrick's Month and uh, I've heard that uh, she does have a honey pot of gold. Uh, what you drinking, Doc? Uh, uh, that was the I'm best reaction to- I've ever gotten out of you. Just a, a stud, just like <laughs> we're waiting for that look for like five episodes. <laughs> Uh, well, that's funny because I've been here for about 10, but that's okay. No, I know, but it's... I've... Oh, okay. All right. Um, I'm, I'm back to my usual uh, gin and tonic. I, I'm this close to finishing the bottle of boodles, which makes me sad. Um, but, you know, yeah, back to my G&T. With the, uh, you know, with the weather, I would say that uh, it's a gin and tonic type. It was gorgeous today. I had my Absolutely. top down today. Yeah, I was rolling my car down today. It was, uh, yeah. You know, uh, I haven't heard much uh, from our uh, executive producer, uh, the Reverend and Professor Mike Latouris, but uh, I did hear him complain earlier this week that someone broke his cock. What are you drinking, Mike? How's your cock doing? <laughs> My cock is, in this photo is is broken, but I did repair it. Um, so your your cock, you fixed your cock. Cock is all better. Okay. And tonight I am sipping Darby's Reserve Rye again. Ooh. Very, very good. Very, very good. Um, so uh, <clears throat> let me talk about what I'm drinking tonight. I had to... Uh, 
It is now time for the cheap whiskey aficionado with our own connoisseur of corn and rye-based ethanol that has been aged in charred oak barrels. The one, the only, Matthias Rockdeff. Friends, Romans, countrymen, I've come to tell ye about Evan Williams, bottled in bond. Uh, now, I've talked about this whiskey many, many times. Uh, it is a decent bottle for $16.99. Now, bottled and bond means that the government oversees this shit. So it comes from one distillery. It comes, it's a single batch, and it's aged for four years under government supervision. And it's bottled at 100 proof. So it's a little, it gives you that upgrade, you know, because your normal average liquor uh, is, you know, 40% alcohol. Or 80 proof. And, uh, you know, that's uh, so I've been waiting to drink. I actually had to recalibrate my, my palate. Oh, God, it smells so good. I had to recalibrate my palate after last week because the Ellington, the Canadian, Ellington Canadian whiskey, not the reserve. I'm not talking about Ellington Reserve. I'm talking about the Ellington Canadian whiskey, sold a total wine for $11. Made me feel like such a fucking bag of shit the next day i didn't have a headache but i just like it was like the worst fucking thing i i just i didn't like the way i felt the next day and i waited i usually finish the bottle in, in, in you know by friday and i tell you this sir i'll tell you this and this is the first time this has ever happened to me that bottle has whiskey in it downstairs on the bar a week later a week later it's still there i wow. i didn't because it's I tried again on Friday and uh, woke up Saturday feeling the same way. Now, because of this experience, I did break a rule. And that rule is that I am to experience the whiskey for the first time on the show. I've experienced this. This, this is a go-to. This is a great bourbon. Uh, you're never, you're never going to hear complaints about it. People might make fun of oh, Williams in 1600, but fucking, it's a solid... It is a solid, uh, solid offering. I, I, my favorite. So uh, I need to get drinking. I know. Mm. Bottoms up, Maddie. Oh, that's good shit. And it goes down. Not smooth enough to where you like. Oh, this is a this is a hundred dollar you know bottle, but smooth, uh, smooth nonetheless. Very very good. It's delicious. I'm gonna pour myself a drinker and i'm going to uh internet introduce the next uh, our guest this week is the master of arms for the new york renaissance fair performance company he's the lead choreographer of the historical fight group the four swords and he is a uh co and also co-founding false edge armory uh working as uh working as a production designer with the Harbor Bashery and uh, leading the Dell COVID choreography co collaboration workshop. And one of the bits on the show, Josh, is that uh, I uh, stammer all over my fucking self and there's absolutely no reason for me to host a show. So, Josh, what you drinking, man? <laughs> I, uh, I'm drinking a Boilermaker. It was a nice! Negro Modelo. With two shots of oh shit, 
I, I had no, no idea I, what mezcal is in there, but it's mezcal. I had no, but I, I was, you know, I kind of wanted to, and I, you know, I, I kind of like that. I was silencing my microphone because uh, they're they're fucking routing next door. They're running a fucking route or something. I don't know what the fuck they're running over there. Um, so you, um, one of the things, one of the reasons I think that uh, the doc thought to bring you on was uh, I said, because uh, we ha- we've had some really like decent, you know, local celebrities come on. And I was like, uh, I was like, hey man, but uh, you know, they were, two of them were drag acts. You know what I mean? Well, it was a fun, they're, they're great people. But I said, hey, can we get somebody that like builds shit? These are my three criteria. Can we get someone that builds shit, kills things, sets stuff on fire? And the doc's like, hey, I know a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. So um, I, I respect the, the double-shotted Boilermaker, my friend. That's the way the media virus goes. But uh, I'm guessing this Dell, the, the Dell COVID choreography collaboration workshop. Yeah. That's something that's going on right now, right? That's a, that's actually, a COVID it, thing. It just ended. It was um, an entirely outdoor stage combat class, and it was all socially distanced. And stage combat, people are usually right next to each other, right? It's the art of pretending to hit each other. So doing that in a COVID safe way was a fucking nightmare, in fact. Absolutely horrendous, but we got, um, I think we had 15 participants over the course of several weeks and we got folks the training that they couldn't get elsewhere. They couldn't afford one-on-ones. They couldn't make online work for them. They had a a test coming up and they needed in-person training because of the way stage combat certifications work, even during a fucking pandemic. They don't loosen the, because I know they loosen the, like, the restrictions or they loosened like all the things when you talk, when you talk about getting your driver's license. Yeah. Like and they really, the drivers, but they didn't loosen stage combat. So the thing was, is right. The driver's license is federally regulated. Stage combat is, um, it's actually several different societies. The largest is the society of American fight directors, the SAFD. Um, I have a very colorful version of that acronym. I might show after a couple more drinks. Um, and they're not government controlled, right? So if they're slow on the uptake or they're mostly teachers and college professors running the place, if they're busy, the organization is slow to move and dumb 20 somethings who think they're going to be famous on Broadway still need training and still need to get their shit together. Well, the whole question, I think, I mean, I'm guessing we're going to get back to normal at some time, at some point. You know, that's so the hope. You know, so you don't want undertrained dipshits, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Uh, eventually, there will be a day when theater is normal, whatever normal looks like, or even if it's all outdoor theater with spears instead of swords, and we're all six feet apart, we're still going to have to do this thing. There will still be people willing to spend money to watch fake violence. I mean, not for nothing, but like Texas is opening the fuck up. Yeah, like and just going, they're just going, listen, if there's still a thing, wear a mask if you want, but we can't do this anymore. There's and, a few shows, a few Renaissance fairs, and a, a few larger theater companies that have opened, not not all the way, yeah. not nearly. And I'm paying a lot of attention to what people are doing for safety measures and weapon cleaning and dear God, if you could like perform in a bubble and keep all the actors 
in some sort of quarantine outside of the stage and how does that work and fuck. Well, if they ever remake The Princess Bride, they're going to need... About a thousand of us. Yeah, right? Exactly. So, you know, that's... uh, And I heard there's... Like, I don't think the fucking movie should be touched, personally. The movie's perfect. It is. Absolutely no reason to fuck with it. But... There's there's talk, and if the, and if that happens, you might you know. So who I do mean, you I'm, who do you okay. cast in the grandfather role? Who me? Ooh. Yeah, I mean because well, Peter really Falk was you know Peter Falk. Yeah. How old's Brad Pitt? Not Is he grandfather enough. age. Yeah, but he doesn't have the yeah. eye thing, and he doesn't have the. You know, I'm, da, my da, first da, my da. first thought went to went to Pacino. Forest, yeah. he might, he might or De Niro, De Niro. Oh, yeah. Forest her. You could get the eye thing, yeah. You'd have the yeah. eye thing. Oh, now they're throwing shit around up there. They're just, they don't give a shit. We're not catching it on mic. Don't you people know this is a studio? <laughs> no, it would appear they do not. How do you feel about your either, walls? Because obviously to. they're working on theirs. Just punch through and talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> go down to the bay. I've got, I, if I ever find it, I, I've got like uh, audio recording from my bathroom of some dude working on this house, just singing away to the radio, reckless <laughs> abandon, singing along. And he sucked. We have a custodian and I love um, in our school and I love when he comes by me because he's always got his earbuds in and he's always singing and he's always singing out loud. And he sings really, it's really good music, too. I mean, it's like a dude singing along to his, yeah. Hang on. Hang on. That dude's still alive? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Why he just, do like, you not have a library of fucking video of some he, old guy fucking singing along to shit? We could I'm do shows it. for fucking days with that. I am, what you know what? You doing that I'm on the task. 20 years. I'm on the task, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. That's, that's, I thought he was going to die much, when I was in high school. No, Josh, he's not that much older than I am. What? Uh-uh. No. I know, but you're, like, really old. She is hey. not. She's not that much older than we are. I feel like I'm really old. And I'm, and I'm way All of you are really more. old, comparatively. Yeah. I had, Thanks, I had two Thank appointments you. at the pain clinic t- this week. Wait, where's the button to remove, remove participants? We're gonna just kick. <laughs> Josh, thanks so much for thanks out. for thanks so much for joining no us. No problem. It's been a treat. Fuck off. Um. <laughs> it so, was great uh, to have you on the show. <laughs> well, I went through your Facebook page a little experiment? bit before the Armory. Uh, the, yeah. The, the, and that's some fucking cool shit. Now you were making out of metal. Now, did you get into blacksmithing at all? So I actually. I started uh, blacksmithing when I was 14. I started a traditional apprenticeship, and that lasted so until So you started, and that's good. Yeah. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, please. It, um, it lasted until I was 20, the, the apprenticeship did, and then I worked in regular machine shops for a while. I trained as a machinist, and False Edge Armory is my partner, Margo, and I focusing on aluminum, which is a very modern material. Uh, aluminum versus steel in stage combat is a ridiculous argument. Looks like um, it's so it's, much lighter. My brother's a welder, and I've had yeah. I've been a welding job. I'm, I hate metal. I hate working with metal. 
It's like, way lighter. Yes. Uh, it has some, some drawbacks. It doesn't sound as good as what people will tell you. I will tell you it sounds just fine if you're not a fucking idiot. Um, it doesn't sound as good. It still so, sounds really cool, but aluminum sounds like Pepsi can. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard that argument. Um, I mean, I don't so know. This is, us, just... this is us focusing solely on aluminum and working with mostly private clients, stage combat schools, uh, some outdoor theater companies. Just now, really leaning into the material. Right on. Now, what is the, I, I what is the dog's at, role in the armory? Uh, mostly the dog keeps me from killing anything, including myself, those around me. It's, it's, she's the supervisor. That seems like a really important job. Yeah, absolutely. If you yeah. have a bunch of professional swords people working 20-hour days, the dog is important. I believe you. Um, my, uh, like I said, my brother was a welder and he worked on tractor trailers for a very long time. And he had a dumbass fucking, this dog was borderline retarded, but he would take it on job sites with him because if this dog heard an air leak, it would not shut the fuck up and it would go right up to the air leak and fucking start barking at it. You could, it would shit in the house, but it would go bark at fucking air leaks. That's a good dog. What's that? That's a good dog. That's, That's a an important dog. That's an important dog. So, you know, especially with like breaks and, you know, all the, all the different leaks that can be happening in a welding shop. Like he really, and you know, he's, he's passed on, you know, all we, you know, love Jake and, and all, we also lost uh, Daisy Mavis Wigglebutt was his sister. Um, but uh, yeah, having a dog in, in a, in a workshop, I feel is, is an important uh it's an important thing to do. Now, with aluminum, does it balance the same as steel? Like, I know with, like, a sword or a knife, like, there has to be a, a balance. Yeah. So, let's talk about balance, and then we'll talk about the different materials. Because the mm-hmm. word balance gets thrown a lot in media and stuff. Uh, well, we're the media virus, so we're here to destroy that shit. Excellent. So, <laughs> yes, where the balance point is on a sword is really important. Actually, hang up. I'm going to go grab a sword. Hang on. Right on. Get some fucking sword play. Yeah, sure. He's got one so, just right behind him. And he, dude, he didn't even log. He's got wireless through this guy. <laughs> so this is a big fuck off single edge broadsword. It's just massive. It's yeah. obnoxious. Um, like the remake of Conan the Barbarian obnoxious. Absolutely. So yes. with, a, with a piece like this, I want the point of balance to be way near the tip, right? Because I'm always cutting forward and away from me. Right. I want it to be as far away from me, not as far away from me as possible, but I want it to be in the middle of what we'll call the forte, the cutting edge of the blade. That's almost got like a, se- what's that, a scimitar? Yeah, it could be like that. This is a, a Swiss saber. It's a two-handed Like, show the anti- tip. Like, sh- yeah, no, that's fucking sick, dude. Yeah, it's a beautiful The way piece. it bunches out, the way it bulbs out like that, it's almost like you could cut a motherfucker's head off and just keep going. Absolutely. Well, this isn't sharp, but yes, that's exactly what it was for. What's it's an anti-cavalry for? weapon. So the idea is you could hit somebody above you and take off their head. Nice. But like a sword like that, you want it. Fuck as those far goddamn back. English, right? St. Patty's exactly. month. You want it as far back as possible, um, as far forward as possible towards the, the tip. But for a, uh. uh, hang on, I got another one. Yeah. So this, we were talking about Princess Bride. 
This is a rapier, or I guess you could call it a side sword. It's the weapon you see the most in that movie. I heard Mike was a little rapier. (laughs) I want the point of balance on this piece to be almost in my hand, right? Because I want to be able to strike and bounce back. So when you talk about balance in a sword, every kind of sword is going to be a little different. And aluminum and steel, the difference there is really just how much weight you put in the pommel or the guard or wherever the weight goes in that sword. So in that first sword I showed, all the weight's in the pommel, in that big bell end. Right. Uh, but on this rapier, a lot of the weight in all these metal pieces, the guard and the, the clamshell. You keep calling me rapier. I'm not... I'm not, I'm not rapier than anyone else. I'm just... Um, but uh, so, so with that, like now, uh, you were talking about that, that one sword that had the most of the weight like in the handle. Yeah. I guess that would be more like a, like a mimic a fencing type of fight. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's what you would think of when you think about uh, fencing, Princess Bride, Pirates right. of the Caribbean, swashbuckling nonsense. Nice. That's what I like. Anyway, so um, where the fuck was I? Where the fuck was I leading that? Uh, I was going down a path. Now I fucking. <laughs> oh yeah, no, wouldn't now wouldn't fencing be like very COVID friendly? You would <laughs> Cause, think because it has you have the mask, like you got to put something over your face, and you know. So, I'm not a fencer. I don't exist in that same space. I know people who do. Okay. What uh, what we're all running into, everybody who works in swords, whether it's martial arts or stage combat or sport or whatever, the amount of equipment sharing that happens is massive, right? Like the amount of oh, use my sword, oh, use my gloves, oh, whatever. Oh, dude, like, listen, I was in I was in punk bands for years. It was like, yo, can we use your backline? Like, you know, Same can my drummer shit. use your set so we don't have to? I know exactly, you know, because there's shits one hard to trans. Like, I would imagine a large weapon is hard to transport. I own a lot of guitar cases. For the weapons? <laughs> yeah, for, full yeah. of swords. Yeah, for the swords, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. So do you want to hear my I got mugged in an alley guitar case story? Fucking I right truly I do. do. Who doesn't want to hear that? All right, so I had a guitar case full of swords. And I was walking out of a job at like 2 in the morning. And this is... <clears throat> you know what? I don't want to get the studio upset, so I'm not going to say where it is. That's but it's, fine. It's in a city. Uh, and in I, Philadelphia? I, it is not Philadelphia. In Wilmington? A city. A city. Atlantic City? Not the city, not Maddie. just a Maddie. city. Let it go. I just So he's walking, it's a city. He's got a guitar case full of swords. Uh, he's in I cut down, area. I, I cut down a side street to get to where my uh, my car is. And someone pulls a knife on me out of somewhere. Give me your wallet. Okay, man. Okay, man. It's fine. My wallet's in my guitar case. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this guitar case down. Don't worry, man. It's, we're cool. Oh, he's, he's going to take the whole You got a knife. Right. So I put the guitar case down. I open it. I pull out, actually, that big fuck-off sword, the big uh, curved one you just saw. You pull and a crocodile Dundee. He immediately <laughs> ran away. <laughs> That's not a knife. It's a knife. That's a knife. That's great. Just immediate. I didn't even get a cool line. He just said, oh, that's not a wallet. That's a sword. No. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were really going for your wallet. I thought you were like, oh, hang on. don't have money. I'm just fucking. Um, 
Now, see, I would have, this is how I would have done that. I would have been like, hey, you want to hear my, you know, getting mugged in an alley, you know, with my guitar case story? Let me play the getting mugged in the alley blues for you. And then I would have been, and then I would, but I would have just said, I got mugged in an alley. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> it, took, it just pissed myself laughing for 20 minutes. <laughs> the, the best uh, put off I ever, a guy uh, that I was with, it wasn't, he wasn't, the guy wasn't trying to mug, he was just trying to panhandle you know but all i heard was my boyfriend at the time uh turn to this guy and say i just got divorced and the guy said oh okay man i'm, I'm real sorry and he walked away and i said what what just what just happened and he said yeah he wanted money and i was like oh yeah, that's pretty good that's pretty good yeah, just that's... tell it tell a guy you've been, you've recently been divorced and he knows you haven't got a dime that's so josh proud. tell us how did you how did you evolve into i mean your resume is really impressive. I mean, you're working with the New York Renaissance Fair. You're master Which? of arms. You're a fight choreographer. You're a, you're a smith. I mean, you have an awful lot of really exciting talent. So how did you sort of get to be where you are? Uh, I mean, you yeah. started when you were little, right? I mean, you were a Ren Fair yeah. kid, no? My mom just celebrated her... 30th anniversary of working at the New York Renaissance Fair as a vendor, just running oh, business okay. there. I'm 27, so that's my whole life. My dad has been training racehorses for 25 years, I think. And they both wanted me to like participate in their, their lives in a, in a meaningful way because they couldn't afford a babysitter, I pr uh, probably. So mom was like, all right, I'm going to apprentice you with a blacksmith as young as I can. And if you, uh, before you'll do that, you'll work at weird booths and stuff. And my dad was like, oh, you're apprenticing at a blacksmith. There's a blacksmith at the farm. You can work there. So it was just a matter of having broke parents with weird careers, frankly. And then I really loved it. I really pursued metalwork and uh, martial arts separately from each other for a long time. And um, How old were you the first time you did whatever it is the blacksmiths do? I guess the so first I time I picked a hammer or yeah, the first time I picked up a hammer and made a nail because that's what you get started on. You get a rod of steel and you hammer it out to make nails. I was nine. Wow. I think now, while you were learning like how to work, did did you have somebody s screaming at you that you were doing it wrong and calling you a pussy? Yeah. Well, some jobs. Yeah, absolutely. I had that that's guy. Good. To, I that's had how that you learn. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Okay, good. That's how I uh, learned. So. <laughs> that's that's more frowned upon in in the academic circles I run in now. But oh, I don't absolutely. know. My students do that for me on the regular. <laughs> so you ever look at one of your students and go, "You know that you're you're fucking special, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's picked up on it yet, but <laughs> I've never said that out loud to anyone I was teaching. But I'm pretty sure I've watched the doctor have that face at maybe me as a as a student. I don't know. The face, no, you you were bright, but uh, not focused on the things you needed to be focused on to be successful in my class. I feel like he was. Like, he's probably one of those dudes like me. He's like he just didn't live up. He could do so much more. Oh, he was daydreaming no, about hammer and nails, man. He, he wants say to. That. What kind of fucking idiot wants to make swords? 
This no, is what I would have got. No, this no, is what I, I would have got. Make it fucking so. Who makes fucking swords? No, Josh is also. Um, I'm going to tell them all your secrets. Josh is also a brilliant poet. He's an incredible writer. Um, you know, he just never turned in his homework. You know, so it, like he would hand me these. Po- in fact, I, I think I may have within arm's reach. If I have a, an unidentified poem that I think might be yours, and I, it's around here somewhere. Um, Horrifying, but. Yeah, like he he did all of this brilliant writing. No, it was really brilliant. Did, did one line uh, include the doctor's sweet with... tits? <laughs> no. Is that why you want to read it? So no. I don't I don't think I hit on you in high school. God, I hope no. I didn't. No, no, you didn't. We didn't have that kind of relationship. I, I do. The have worst that. thing I did with a teacher is like in third grade, I walked up to a teacher thinking I was kissing my mom goodbye. Mike looks pissed off that I'm not letting him talk. Let me. No, I just I just wanted to to interject and say that I've been to the New York Ren Fair and uh, mad respect for you, man. Uh, if you're Thank working you. up there, uh, a friend of 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 ours, her, his cousin uh, was a vendor there for a number of years. She did fairy wings. Um, oh wow, yeah. And I I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but she that's was, all right. That's a few people because uh, there's a couple businesses like that. Yeah. But that's a hard job. Anytime yeah. you can deal with kids in hundred degree weather, hats off to you. But she was she was doing the the more adult fairy wings, the a <laughs> little bit bigger, a little bit more suited yeah. to adults. And uh, yeah, I mean, we went up a couple of times to just because she was there and to to see the rest of the show and. It's Holy shit! So I have I have a I'm sorry to interrupt, but I do a, have a question. Is this your handwriting? Oh yeah, that's my epileptic chicken scratch. That's me. <laughs> Get that away. Yeah. Nobody wants to see their high school poetry on the I internet. Told, Put that somewhere I told else. You I told Jesus you it was a bit God. reach. Now listen. Nobody. God damn! It's like finding a live journal I wrote when I was 14. <laughs> Josh, somewhere else. Josh, let me ask you a question. Seriously, yeah. how much you got in the bank right now? <laughs> I right think, now, I mean, very little. I just think, bought a house. How long would it take you to come up with? I don't know, fifty grand. Fifty grand by the end of this year. Oh, we publish this motherfucker. <laughs> we read it out loud. <laughs> I got a mortgage. I got no guilt, yes or shame. You can read it out loud. That's fine. Uh, That's fuck. I was, I was, was going to let it go for ten. I overplayed my head. <laughs> fifty grand. <laughs> fuck, man, go for it. That is. That is that is a quarter of my house. Just do it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's more like an eight. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, because your name isn't on it. So I was like, I think I think Josh Mazza wrote this. I and also yes. never wrote my name on shit. Yeah. Yeah, but you have very distinctive handwriting, so. Oh Actually, yeah. I'm so narcissistic, I love writing my name. <laughs> and ever since like for, for the past twenty five years, I've been adding senior to the because I had a junior. I'm adding senior <laughs> to it. And it makes it that much more awesome. Absolutely. Okay, so, guys, do we have other questions for Josh? Or should we move into the... Uh... Well, Josh, do you got uh, you got kids? Because I was going to say, uh, when you said part, my partner, Margot, that's more than a business partner. Because I, I, there's some kissing going on in that, in, on my Facebook. Yeah, so we've been together <laughs> about two years now. Nice. Um, Congrats. There, no, no kids. Uh, there is a house and a dog and the business, so might as well be a kid. So if kids if kids come, they're welcome. Yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. we're not, That's there's awesome. definitely we're a long term plan right now. We're uh, you're not 
Right. Most kids. And you're building a, your lives. You're, you're my building mom, your careers. Dude, my mom was 40 and my dad was 45 and they were working on a brand new marriage where other, mar- you know, my dad was a widower. My mom married twice before. They, my mom told my dad, or they, they thought that she was like unable, that she had hit menopause and now it was, it was over. And yet here I am. The doctor. That's what's you know, wrong with I have, I have the heard. Doctor, Told my the the doc, there was a doctor that told my mother that if this child lives, if this child lives, it'll be severely undersized and retarded. And well, I am six foot three. Yes, so he so was, he was only half on- right. <laughs> <laughs> half right. I saw. I was trying so hard to make that joke, but it's your joke. No, I was gonna make. You gotta let me because if you you making a joke to me is punching down. That's true. Right? Me punching myself, that's lateral punching, that's funny. Me punching you, that's funny because that's punching up. Punching I, up is funny. I punching don't know if I down is that. mean. That's why you're on Wait, my so show. So you being mean to me is funny, but me being mean to you is not? Yes. No, no, no. You being you mean to him is at funny. The doctor? Is she standing on a phone book? <laughs> she is <laughs> quite short, but her, 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 status, her <laughs> status in life, like she is. She has made good decisions throughout her life. Right? I've made some very bad decisions as you well. Have, but I'm sure you have. Yes, I truly have. And not for nothing. I'm hoping I just managed to more, recover from it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That I was know. funny. That was joke. Like, okay. Anyway. What was I saying? Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it's time. If you want to run the gauntlet on Josh. All right, let's do it. Okay, so Josh, we have a recurring uh, uh, piece of our interview with our guests, uh, which I have recently named uh, Spill the Tea. As a performer, you probably know who James Lipton was. Yeah. I guess you passed is this yet. a place for a, I'm sorry. Is this a place for a break, Mike? Yeah, actually. That yeah, let her introduce it. Uh, we'll do a quick break and come right back into it. Yes. So finish uh, your introduction. Professional we are, Josh, Jeff, but hey, don't, isn't it time for a break, Mike? <laughs> Because we put advertisements in. Yes. I'm done. All right. So anyway, so uh, James Lipton would do interviews. And at the end of each interview of the actors that he would speak with, he had a a list of, I think, 10 questions. So in that spirit, I have developed, I think, seven questions for each of our guests. And in honor of James Lipton, I call this piece Spill the Tea. So after this break, we will be coming back for Spill the Tea. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Media Virus Podcast. You can call in at 646-VIRUS-01. That's 646-VIRUS-01. I need to go lick an asshole. Why? Fucking why? And we're back. So we are back with our Spill the Tea segment with our awesome guest, Josh Kosler, armorer and and fighter and, and stage combat master and dog lover. Okay. And homeowner. Okay. All right, Josh, oh, when, you were a, no. when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a pirate. Awesome. Kudos. Awesome. You're, you're wrong. You're almost there. You wanted to be an organic gardener. Organic oh. gardener. Yeah, Maddie answer. actually has the answer. To you. Okay. Um, number two, what is your favorite smell? Lavender. Really? Yeah. I thought you were going to say like hot metal or something. 
or horses. I or... love the smell of a hammer hitting down on the steel. Yeah. yeah lavender, the... like aluminum dust. Yeah, I'm disappointing. No, fucking lavender. All right. That's very soothing. Okay, I love I mean, the smell of diesel smoke. All right. Next like question. Lavender. What about your life makes you happy? I get to make pretty much whatever I want in my chosen medium and know it's going to sell. It might not sell right away. It might take me a while to figure out who to market it to or how I'm going to build the show. But if I have an idea, I know I can see it to completion and probably use it to pay a bill. Nice. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to design a media virus sword. Okay. Just as whatever you design, as long as it's the media virus, I don't give a shit what, I don't care. Okay. okay. But we're not going to pay you for it until we get big. <laughs> I, uh, I'll save that in my sketchbook for a while. I'll just, listen, I need this quick, like, I need this shit ASAP. You need to send me specs. <laughs> I need to approve everything. <laughs> I'm Why like, does I'm your like, contract sound a lot like my contract with Disney? What the hell? You have a contract it's with Disney? It's a lot like that. I've, I've done work for them before. Artists are always expected to work on spec, Fucking, right? Dude, you know what? Fuck that. Whatever you made on that, dude, you can say that shit. You just drop that. You just drop fucking Disney on the Media Virus podcast. How fucking badass are you? The He's number one, bo- the number one podcast in Claymont, Delaware. And- I'm not sure we can say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually don't know what it was for. It was probably for a theme park or a, a cruise line thing. It was a bunch of pirate swords, a bunch of cutlasses. That's so cool. You know what? Good for you, guy. Good for you, guy. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Um, What was the last question I just asked you? What makes you happy, right? Yep. Um, What about your life now would have surprised you as a younger person? I live in New Jersey. That's really... I spent most... I love it. in the head guy. Go to Delaware. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I actually love it. That's the surprising part. I... My family's very much from Jersey, and it was always, like, the place we avoid, the place we left. Like, you don't go back to Mordor once you get how out. Clo- how close are you to the Pine Barrens, guy? So I am in Newark. I am in North Newark. Oh, That's so you're Newark, far from Not Newark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's not Newark. Delaware is Newark. New Jersey. Yeah. Wait, Newark. that's what he was Newark. saying. He's from, actually, he's from Delaware. Don't yeah. forget he went to I, I, so. I tell everybody. from Newark to Newark? I, I moved from Newport to Newark. That's not as cool. No. All right. <laughs> if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? You broke I it. would tell... Wow, this is actually going to get serious. Interesting. All right. I would tell my younger self uh, to turn down the offer he was given by the U.S. military and instead go to art school because he would probably be right where I am a lot faster. Would he have listened? No. Why not? Other people gave me that same advice and I didn't. So I can assume that hearing it from me but slightly more bearded isn't going to happen. Don't, you don't think that hearing it, like meeting your younger self, like your younger self meeting your older self and your younger self Walking up to you and saying, don't fall in love with Lisa. Fuck that bitch. Get a paternity test. Would make a fucking difference. 
I mean, maybe or whatever your thing was. Yeah, I was. I was a very stubborn seventeen-year-old. I don't. I don't know. Was it love a country, bro? Yeah, it was. Good for you, bro. Listen, man, you made the decisions you made. There's nothing you can do about it. I gotta tell you, my life has taken me down some some real detours, and. Josh, I have a similar experience. Like if maybe if I had stayed on the path I was supposed to be on, I'd have ended up where I am now only a lot sooner. Like I'd be ready to retire now instead of in five years. But, um, it, it, you know, it, it made me who I am. Right. So, you know, that time that you spent had an impact. I think that's where I was going. Yeah. Thank you. The lovely and talented doctor. Because I was welcome. Matthew. Like, I think there, there's something apart that there's something about that experience that molded you as a human being. And let me explain something to you really quick. I am a, my only reason for not joining, because honestly, when you're, when you're young and when you're poor and you're young yeah. and poor and have no options, military is the best choice. Best. Cause, and especially when like, not for nothing, I don't know about Josh, but when I was, when I was, kidding it was military age there wasn't a whole lot of conflict this was pre-9-11 uh it was, it, i i but it, it wasn't a whole lot of public public yeah, but there was you didn't there know was like vietnam it. right maddie i wouldn't have been <laughs> no. fuck. i wish fuck to interject you <laughs> fuck you and fucking ass with a fucking spike dildo for that <laughs> fucking comment a couple of us i, I, I wish to interject look, mike's trying to interject poor mike Couple years ago, got together with uh, my my very best friend in the world, and and it, it's it's one of those you pick it up where you left it relationships. So we had been estranged for a bit, and we That's got back. And to, we got back together and went out, and I, I he was living in the Poconos at the time. I went out for the weekend. We went out to dinner, and he said, "Hey, you know, all the times that we've gotten together, be sit, you know, before this." We never talked about my military experience other than, hey, I was there and maybe a phone call that I gave you when when you were, you know, when, when I was in. And uh, I said, no. So we started talking about it. There was a shitload of conflict that we really didn't hear a lot about here where there was right. shit going on. Like my uh, scary shit. I had a good friend of mine and he this I consider this dude. I mean, I haven't talked to him, but in year, in decades. But he gave me an Elvis gold record because when I shaved just the sound of sideburns, I looked kind of like Elvis a little bit when I was younger. I don't know what I look like now. Like 69 comeback tour Elvis when he's fat and sweaty. <sighs> yeah, Vegas Elvis. Left for 40 minutes. Left. All right. We're good. Okay. Uh, um, wait, hang on. I still have. Okay, so. I'm sorry, finish, Maddie. You, what you were saying. Just let me, let me, and he worked. So I met him in the 13th grade at Burlington County College in New Jersey. I went to Burlington County College, which is right in the, in the Pine Barrens. And this dude, his job during the, during, the, during the first Saudi war, during the first Iraqi war, his job was cataloging dead bodies and mm-hmm. matching up limbs, oh. heads to bodies. Oh. Right. And this dude was fucked in the head. Fucked. He was significant. Not, I mean, he was maybe five, six years older than me. 
when I was yeah. when I was seventeen, I was driving. He was seven. I was seventeen. He was like 26, 27. So one, he could get us alcohol. Hmm. Two, he was really fucked in the head and told funny fucking stories, and told them funny. Like that's how fucked this dude was. And he gave me the Elvis single gold record uh, hound dog blue suede shoes. Oh, and uh, I was getting kicked out of an apartment and someone put it next to the heater and it melted. It didn't have a certificate of, it didn't have a certificate of authenticity to begin with, but it melted a little divot into the gold record. And uh, that's why I don't display it. I'm embarrassed that this happened because I was a a huge, I love Elvis. Viva Las Vegas. This is a great story, Maddie. One of the best fucking songs in the goddamn world. There was jobs where they called me Elvis. But that has absolutely nothing to do with the doctor's gauntlet. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. All right, two questions left. Um, we all come to crossroads in our lives. What do you think was your most significant? And where do you think you would be today if you had chosen differently? Um, so... 2017, I was offered a position at a prop fabrication company, pretty large, and I turned it down. Instead, I started a third apprenticeship as a leather worker, starting from scratch, like learning a completely new skill set. Maybe 2016. Math is weird. Uh, let, me, um, let me just stress the point of learning a new fucking skill set. Because the attributes of the medium in which you are familiar and enjoy do not always translate. Like, I I was a kitchen fabricator. I made kitchens. I built fucking, I built fucking kitchens. And I, I cabinets, everything. I built them myself with a table saw and fucking MDF. But, uh, you know, my brother was a welder and I did not, metal does not work in the same way. Leather does not work. That is a very important aspect of the oh, yeah. And I just wanted to kind of emphasize that. Emphasize Completely that. different. And it would have been, and it was, right? So like, as the apprentice, I basically moved in to uh, the family who owned the business's house and lived in their basement for a couple of years. And I don't regret that at all. I really love that I'm a leather worker. I really love having that additional skill set to add to my swords and my businesses and my props and everything I do, and I'm grateful for it. Uh, I think if I had taken the other gig, I might have more money. I would definitely have more money. And I might... I might still be there, right? Like I might just be punching the clock at a salaried gig. And, you know, that's, that's fine. That's not where I am. And I'm very happy with where I am. But Nice. I think that's, I think that's the, all we can hope for, right? As you say, okay, yeah. so I didn't do that, but I'm, I'm okay with where I am. All right, last question. This is one of James Lipton's questions. If there is a heaven, what do you hope God will say to you when you arrive? Can I answer this with a very, very old joke? Yes. Is it Fucking absolutely. 
<laughs> so this, uh, this is a joke you hear on the festival circuit. At Renaissance fairs, circuses, and theater companies across the country, like traveling ones, there's a, there's a specific kind of person. They're called the B-backs. They come to your show. They come to your business. They come to whatever. And they say, oh, we'll be back. And they never come back. You've just wasted 20 minutes talking to them and made no money. I'm one of them. Yeah. I yeah. worked in sales on Sorry. many different, on, on showroom floors, on retail floors. I worked in sales many different ways. And we used to call it waiting for the be back bus. And it never shows the fuck up. Oh, yeah. I'll be here Friday. I'm going to buy that yeah. fucking whole kitchen from you. Fuck off. If it if Dude. it helps, I, we intend to come back. Honestly, in the oh, moment, we, we really do. do think we're coming right. back. Just like right. I intend okay, to do my research. Okay, but Josh is telling us a joke about the B-backs. Just, be, just like I intend to do my research on this week's guest, and I don't fucking do it. <laughs> so, a very old craftsman dies, and he gets taken to the pearly gates, and the archangel Gabriel shows him around. And the hev- heaven is beautiful. There's workshops everywhere. He's led to the <laughs> most beautiful workshop you could think of. Anything he makes immediately goes to the person who wants it. He could make the simplest thing, the most complex thing. It immediately goes to the perfect home. One day, he turns to the archangel and says, you know, it's weird, but I actually have to pee. And Gabriel says, don't worry, no problem, come with me. And he leads him to the edge of a cloud. Now, the cloud actually happened to overlook a festival. So this man decided to hold it for a moment, and he waited, and he waited, and he waited. And a family walked by, a man and a wife beater, a woman with a high ponytail, a bunch of screaming children, a stroller, stale beer and pickles. And he peed on them from heaven. And these people just assumed it was raining and they kept walking. And Gabriel said, what did those people do that they deserve to be pissed on? And the craftsman said, well, those are the be-backs and I'll be back. (laughs) You know, it's funny why you were talking about that. I was thinking about a dude named Tommy Paglione who has passed on, but I was in a band with him. He was a very talented guitar player, a decent singer. And uh, one of the things uh, he used to sing, like we, we were a terrible, we were a terrible cover band called, since you live in New Jersey, I'm gonna let you know this. We were a terrible cover band called the Time Riders Band. Time Riders Band, which meant we played from we we played from sixties fifties to today. Collective Soul, the world I know, right? And that whole song, just you're describing, you go up and you and you watch and like you know you're looking at the people look you're looking at down at the people who are left like you're in heaven looking at what's left, and the fact that he's passed kind of kind of brings this out in me because. I never really, I never really recognized the guy's pure genius, because uh, I didn't, I wasn't that. Like I was a bass player, I was in that band for three, four years, but the covers were not my thing at all, and especially the type of covers where we're going from fifties to nineties hits, and the guy that you're fucking playing in a band, like the band leader, is Cuban. And when he plays My Worst Enemy, it sounds like a hoedown. You know what I mean? But that's what, it just kind of like you walk up to the world. It's the world I know. And in the and this guy sees a B-back and he pisses all over them. 
And to me, that's there's beauty in that. Did I take a long walk? Is that like am I lost in the in the woods? <laughs> Are we ready to move on to our next? You want to you want to do a bumper there, Mike? You want to put an anchor? You want to put an anchor fucking commercial right here? I can bump it. Or this one. There we go. Send help. Hey, Josh, do you know we're sponsored by Anchor? But we also post the, sh- we post the show to Anchor. Oh. So Anchor pays us to be on their fucking platform. I'm not saying we're setting the world on fire. We are over, Josh. Let me explain this to you. We almost <laughs> made a dollar. We no, we're over. We're over a dollar. We're over a dollar. I th- last I checked, it was a dollar oh four. Now Do I we, have to hang look. on. We need to. We need to talk about taxes. No. Well, soon. All right. Soon. Uh, Mike, are you going to lead me What's into the my badass off? woman? And fucking the professor, Michael. The, Lator- the professor, Michael Torres, does an incredible job of all of our anchor commercials. He does. I try. And what I'm trying to do is, you know, come up with, like, we got to come up with these one minute bits so we can post to TikTok. Josh, how familiar you are with TikTok? I am very familiar with TikTok. Are you TikTok famous yet? I am not TikTok famous. Dude, I have nine followers. Wow. It's very, very fucking nine. (laughs) There's a running joke that being TikTok TikTok famous famous. isn't. What's that? I said, by that standard, yes, I'm TikTok famous. Like, yeah, I'm fucking, I got nine followers. And I post, I post media virus content to TikTok. So I'm always looking for that one minute bit. Quite incestuous. It is quite, as the whole thing is incestuous. Yeah. I, don't, I don't fuck any of my family members, ever. All right, guys, we got 30 minutes until my coach turns into a pumpkin. <sighs> All right. All right. Uh, in honor of Women's History Month, the Doc's going to do a badass woman segment, and that's where we're going now. Doc? All right. So this week's badass woman, uh, Josh, I actually did some shuffling because I thought you would uh, maybe be familiar with and certainly appreciate Ching Shi. Uh, she was a Chinese, you know who she is. She's a Chinese pirate born in 1875. She started out either as a prostitute or a madam, depending on the sources that you uh I mean, madams usually start out as prostitutes. I mean, that's usually how that shit works. Uh, So she was uh, working on a brothel ship. In 1801, she forged an alliance and married Cheng Ai, who was a local pirate, including a deal that entitled her to 50% of their combined power and goods. You think that's where Shanghai comes from? I don't know. Whether drawn by her sharp mind or entranced by her feminine wiles, Cheng Ai made out on the deal Together, they forged a fleet of 70,000 pirates and 400 ships. Cheng Ai died in a tsunami in 1807, and Ching Shi emerged as the brains of the operation. During the years following her husband's death, she continued to rule the seas as a pirate queen, ultimately the leader of 18,000 pirates. That can't be right, because it started with 70,000. It was 800 ships, lots more. Um, she ruled with an iron fist. If people uh, gave an order that did not come directly from her, they were decapitated on the spot. Um, she was known for tying uh, anchors around people's 
ankles and fling them in the uh, in the sea. Do you think um, she just during- ordered people to lick her pussy? The Chinese government tried like to stop her, you. but she and her pirates defeated. She actually, I'll tell you, she, after her husband died, they had adopted a son. She ended up marrying him to kind of keep the, the power and so forth in the family. Uh, the Chinese government tried to stop her, but she and her pirates defeated the combined. Can you forces imagine of the banging Chinese. your mom, the pirate queen? The, she and her Seriously. pirates defeated the combined forces. <laughs> You know what, Maddie? Of the of the Chinese, British, and Dutch navies, ultimately defeated by the Portuguese navy, navy, Changshi accepted a peace treaty, and this peace treaty, um, most of the pirates actually got to keep not only their lives but their ships and their wealth. She was given the title of lady by imperial decree, retired from piracy, and ran a gambling house until her death in eighteen forty four. So, Chengxi, the pirate queen, badass woman, number one for the month of March 2021. Thanks, Doc. How many times do you think that that woman committed rape? Probably. Just. There, no, there were, there were rules about, hang on, what she had like some serious way? ass rules about, uh, let's see, hang on, about rape and uh, yeah, violations of other. Yeah, but she could just force other... any dude. Just like, you get hard now. In pleasure. Hang on. Uh, it was it was typical practice for pirates to make the most beautiful captives their concubines or wives. If a pirate took a wife, he had to be faithful to her. The ones deemed unattractive were released, and any remaining were ran- this. I'm reading from Wikipedia. What I read you before I wrote from what I read. Um, pirates who raped female captives were put to death. If pirates had consensual sex with captives, the pirate was beheaded, and the woman he was with had cannonballs attached to her legs and was thrown over the side of the boat. Violations of other parts of her. Like, why are you? Why are you fucking our pirates, you bitch? Flogging, cap, clapping in irons, or quartering, which is where they actually literally cut your body into four parts. Right. Uh, well, um, it, I thought it was they they fucking attached four horses to each limb. Are they that's, oh, that's, that's drawn and quartered. Drawn and quartered. Uh, deserters or those who had left without official permission had their ears chopped off and were paraded around the squadron. So, yeah, she was like, no fucking around. So, that's our badass woman number one. Very, very good. Chang Shi, the pirate queen, brought in honor of uh, Josh, who wanted to be a pirate when he was a kid. Wow. Look at that. Did you, like, fucking know that shit? Or is this, like, some ESPN type of shit? I didn't specifically know that Josh wanted to be a pirate, but it surprises me not at all. I mean, I, mean, I know he's into pirates. So, I thought that uh, Chang Shi would be an awesome... I do teach pirate history is like one of my several freelance hats. So did I, did I miss any important details? Uh, I guess the only important one is if you look at the years, that's super late for piracy, right? Like the... Like she was that bitch. Yeah, she was like the last great pirate fleet. She was the... Like, she did I not I take her that. the fuck down. Those fucking murderous fucking Brits could not bring her they down. They couldn't. Well, yeah. Most most piracy we think of as the golden age of piracy, right, is slightly pre and uh, just post colonial U.S. Like in that oh, Caribbean, that yeah, sliver in yeah. the Caribbean. But there was piracy in the fucking. There was piracy, like in there was the, piracy everywhere, right? right? Piracy is the first crime. But we still right. have it's piracy today. There's piracy, but that kind of like today. what I'll call fleet piracy definitely was dying out at that point. 
she hung on. It was that's just fascinating. To me. This is how we do shit, bitch. Seriously, badass woman, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I would say that makes her more fucking badass than most pirates. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I have been killed by someone playing her on stage. Nice. I was oh. useless British sailor number four. <laughs> most British sailors are useless. Oh, that's why I was that, that, That's why he's got a number. It's St. Patrick's Month, and so we have to talk about the murderous and untrustworthiness of the English. You know, I might should have done Grace O'Malley, but I think she was. Uh, I, I that's a little close to home. We got four weeks, not for nothing. You don't have. It's not just one. It's not just one chick. I'm, oh, no, i You can listen I've, as no. long as as long as I can shit on points and make jokes. All We're right, I've got no. I've got my others lined up, but I will. I'll, I no, didn't want did. to do two pirates. I have. I have women who have excelled in all sorts of uh, all sorts of fields. So it I'm makes me happy. About it. Yeah. One, the fact that you opened up with a woman that was a pirate. She's a badass. Oh, wait till you learn badass. about Bodice. Listen, Maddie. Wait till you learn about Bodicea. I'm keeping her for St. Patty's Day. You know, like you understand, all of my misogyny is is just a front for my insecurities. Oh yeah, right? you no, know, I know that. It always like, is. I just, I don't want to. I had a little too much drink. I'm going to open up a little bit. I'm an insecure middle-aged white man. I have a very um, small penis. Don't I can do You're the only one who didn't know that already. Maddie, Maddie Irish, talks frequently about his tiny penis. Right. The Irish inch is very common. Yeah. Right. Well, the Irish curse. All wheels, no cannon. I got a red beard. That's right. Beard. I, That's right. I come like a sprinkler, but... Mike can prove it. <laughs> Mike, prove it. Yeah. Um, if you were to look at my penis in silhouette, it's actually got the same profile as the three-ear Mickey Mouse head. You can't tell which one's a ball. It's fine. <laughs> you know, if you use... If you Sorry, use, I, needed, if you use I needed to remove my mode, headphones for listen, that. Listen, here's the thing. We're going to send a dick pic. I've been thinking all week I wanted to send a picture of Dick Cheney to the doctor and just go unsolicited dick Unsolicited pic. dick pic. I like it. That That's makes sense because I come with this. It's a joke. It's a common joke between me and my friends. That we said in, yeah, I've seen I said the, I've sent pictures the of Lord, Dick Van Dyke and uh, I'm talking about the Lord and Master Dick Cheney. My man shot a friend in the face. And then made that friend apologize. And then that dude apologized to him. That makes sense because I come that's like a sprinkle. That's that's Jesus that's Christ dick. level fucking that shit, dude. That's Dick Cheney. Dick fucking listen, we can we can argue about Trump all you want. Dick Cheney, a Sith fucking lord. I personally love him. Dick. So Cheney. Mike, what's our next uh uh segment? This next, this well, there is something that I'd like to go to. I, I I think it needs some unpacking. And um I I stumbled across this uh during the uh oh. Where'd it go? Are we going into news or festival? It's it's news, uh, it's news sort of. Okay. Uh, apparently, at CPAC, they they hide, they got some chick and said, "Hey, you're awesome. We want you to sing oh, the national oh, you're anthem." Not play that? Are you? Oh God! Have you heard it's it, Matt? Really bad. I have. Just just the fact that these two are just commoting, I want to hear it so bad. I have no idea. It's so so bad. The copy of this video that I chose to use. Uh, 
Did you get the one where the guy actually wrote the music to build it? Yes. Uh, Brother Musician is... Nice. ...is accompanying. So, here we go. This is terrific. Oh, shit. goes off, he changes keys she with her. She changing key as she sings. Because the woman can't carry a tune in a bucket. Come on! It's red, oh, wow. Yeah, we're listening to the Anybody familiar with the Bloodhound Gang? Their first album was called One Fierce Beer Coaster. <laughs> There's a point where Jimmy Pop comes on and goes, yeah, I sing like an amputee, though. Can't hold it up. Dude, this is terrible. Yeah, it's Why would anybody do this? Like, okay, so he's trying to follow her. Right. Right. Is this live or is he just being? No. No, he's being. Like, what am I watching? Is this what people saw? She sang it a cappella. She sang <laughs> Right. And then people have gone in and tried to put piano tracks behind it by changing key. When I'm out, out, make it stop. And everyone's. Oh, she did it again. Oh, quick poll. Do you think she's a tampon? And they're clashing. That type of girl. Firm left shoppers. So, maxi pad. Nothing gets in that vagina. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll keep setting them up. You keep knocking them down. Yep. Thank you for that. That was a nice, easy. That was underhand. That's how I do it. I'm always underhanded. <laughs> that's uh, that song really, the performance really shows you that the conservatives are pro cutting the arts budget. That's well, yeah, and I mean it. I'll give you this much: not an easy song to perform. Sure, not an sure, easy no, song I... to perform a cappella, but incredibly true. difficult. But it's kind of no. ubiquitous. We kind of know where it goes. If you go to a ball game, it kind of happens, and it's not that bad. Yeah, that was that was really bad. I mean, if the Blue know, Rocks can afford somebody, a fucking pack can afford somebody. Not, not for, for nothing. nothing. Listen to me. I've been saying it for years. Okay, we need to change the national anthem <laughs> to "Ball with the Ball" by Kid Rock. Negative. Wow. Negative. There is nothing more American. We this took is the no, no, no. That don't have any answers. Hey, we took an old English drinking song, and in an yep. effort to flip them the bird, used it That's with 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 the poem that the beautiful poem that was was Francis written Scott Key. by Francis, Francis Scott, Scott Key. Key. 
the War of 1812. Not too many miles from here. But that was the War of 1812, correct? Maryland. Yes. Right. Um, There's nothing to do with anything. Yeah, not for nothing. Who gives a shit about the War of 1812? It was fucking boring. But we're shaking our dicks at the British. I am a high school teacher. And I, know. I and so I frequently hear high school students performing this song at pep rallies and so forth, and they do a better job. Yes, Look, than that woman. Did. S- listen, I don't know what year Kid Rock was born. Okay, but the year that he wrote "Ball with the Ball," the national anthem should have been replaced. Go out. Here it is. There's no reason for this bullshit anymore. January 17th, 1971. January 7th? I didn't really. Kid Rock is only like fucking five years older than me. And he looks 12 years older than us. Him? Dude, if, dude, seriously, who would go with me if him, Kid Rock, and Ted Nugent went on fucking tour to Stranglehold? I'd go. I mean, I've seen the Nuge live, so uh, I'd you go. Buy me dinner? You've seen the Nuge? Holy shit. Yeah. It was... Uncle Ted. No, yeah. Holy shit. It was um, <laughs> Kenny Wayne Shepherd with Stevie Ray Vaughan's band, Double Trouble. It was after Stevie wow. Ray died. ZZ Top. And the Nuge. Wait a minute. How old are you? How old do you think I am? That's a better <laughs> what question. You just said I added ten years to my guess. So what's your guess? Forty-nine. That's not that He's bad. Close. He's uh, close. I'll be forty-five soon. Honestly, okay. dude, not from Josh. Get this: me and him, almost the same age. I'm older. Okay. He's a little, like, by, like, a couple of months. I'm a minute older than he is. Wait, wait what month are you born in? April. April. I was born in May. What day? Sixth. I was born the 10th. So not even a fucking, not even a fucking month older. And I look like fucking Kenny Rogers no, with a drinking problem. That's, that's Mike, Matt, Matt, you're Mike looks good. like a taller version of that midget from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Wow. You yeah, fuck. Actually. <laughs> I'll buy that. You know, I have to tell you, having watched the, finally watched Game of Thrones, I think I finished watching it like a month ago. Actually, finally caught up with the rest of Civilization. Um, it, Peter Dinklage is not on hot. Especially no, by very, the time you get to the end no, of that I could have said, I could have said, I've never watched Game of Thrones. I could have said that midget from Elf, but there's a lot. There's a lot of short, there's a lot of smaller people. Yeah, but no, 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 no. He, yeah, the no, thing is, same guy. Professor isn't much fucking taller. <laughs> just that, that's true. I'm not. Like, I'm not being a dick. Like, I'm just, you, are, you, you are. You are being a dick, actually. Okay. I mean, so I'm being a dick. I'm very like, close to average height. <laughs> he clings on to him. Very close to average. As, as a, as a, as a, a, a squat 5'9 myself, I understand, sir. Now I am again six foot three. Short women ask me to reach things on shelves in Christmas tree shop. Happens all the time. Here's what I've noticed is I don't think that I was supposed to like whoever told my joints that <laughs> hey, this guy's gonna be six foot three. 
nobody told them that. They said, oh, this guy's going to be the, just like everyone else in your family, this one's going to be 5'9". But yet I grew to 6'3", but I have 5'9". All right. All right, Doc. I see your little text. I see your little messages. I see him. Let's go into the, I'm, I'm an asshole. Whatever as I was talking about. As fascinating as this story let's is, go into, uh Let's go into the vestibule. All right. And now. So uh, we play a game, Josh. What we do is uh, we look at, you know, YouTube videos. And uh, it's called the, the vestibule or the uh, interwebs vestibule of popularity. We can't afford a hall, but we can't afford a vestibule. It's not really fame. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. Uh, this is what we go through. And, uh, you know, and so I want you guys to know I very carefully selected this week's contribution in honor of Women's History Month. In honor of Women's History Month. Yeah. So we're gonna, I brought we're a very gonna... feminist, a very feminist video. Now we've come to, now here's the thing is we've decided that we're not supposed to know because we, we hold grudges against each other because we're children, Josh. Do you understand this? I knew that coming in. I will offend the doctor and then she will take it out on Mike. I do. And that's usually, that's just it. When Mike it's offends, kind of like Mike when doesn't I don't offend like Mike has never offended anyone in his fucking life. <laughs> that is this not true. In the fucking world. He really Maybe is like the nicest guy I just guy say ever. shit to people and they get pissed off. So, what's the first submission? Only one. Two, three videos enter. Only one will leave. There can be only one. Can, that's a Highlander reference. Yes, right, it we're is. we all kinds of movies. What we got, Mike? All right, here comes video number one. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps. And uh, I believe that our education, like such as... South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our Thank you very much, South Carolina. So, yeah. Wow. Been a while since I've seen I used to, here's a funny story. I used to work for a waterproofing company. We did a job on a school that flooded and we got topographical maps, raised fuck, I get raised fucking maps that I took home and hung up on the wall. And I had a raised map of Europe. And when people would come over to my house and say, hey, why do you have a raised map of Europe? I'll say, I would say, when I finished invading Europe, I'll be able to afford more maps. <laughs> and I'm really glad that that got a laugh because it never did live. Like person to person, nobody bought that. Like what? Yeah, I don't understand your joke. The point was I had this map of Europe that I was planning an invasion. And once I invaded Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got that. I just don't get the part where it's funny. <laughs> 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 oh, love you, Doc. Love you. See, right, he so says it's my, not funny when I pick on him. It's so funny. Was that now? We don't know. Was are we dealing with this and now and now an anonymity thing that that fucking Dre was pitching? 
Are we doing that? Are we not saying who posted what? Did you post that? Are we doing this? Mike, I can tell you who submitted it. I know. I know you know. I know. Well, if you know, then and I know to you. <laughs> but a bing. I mean, I just, I, I, it was, it had nostalgia. So, all right. So, Josh, nostalgia is big. Like, you know, if you've seen it so many times that it's, it's, and it makes you kind of giggle every time. It doesn't make me giggle. It makes me very fucking sad that, <laughs> like, there's, there's this statistic that Americans can't point out the United States of America on a fucking map. Such as. Even if, even if, like, you, if you look at the media virus logo, I can point out to you, I know where the United States is. It's behind the word media. It's behind the virus. And, and South Africa. And South and, Africa. And is, South Africa. And, and Iraq. Behind my chair. Iraq. And everywhere make else. a better future. All those places. But it's yes. all, it's, it's all, it's all burning and nothing matters. So let's move on. Okay. So, no, that makes me, it just made me sad. I'm going to give... For I'm gonna give it a, 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 some heavy nostalgia credit at three and a half. That's what I. Oh, we, also oh, had Josh, titties. we go up to seven because that's the ideal Wait. rating for women. Allow me to point out there were also titties. There were, there titties. were titties, but they were not bare titties. Give me half a point for the titties. I mean, I'm gonna get like all right. So I'll give you the half a point for titties. It's a four. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Okay. Josh, what do you rate it from one to seven? I'll give it a five. A five? That's high. That's a high rate. Five is high. Five is high. Five. five is high. If we were doing a scale of the one to ten, like you would normally rate anything else besides women, uh, that would be like an eight or a nine. Yeah. So five. the reason no, I'm giving not- it a five, this is purely, this is purely selfish. I fucking love that video. It is one of my favorite viral videos. I think it was too early to be viral, but and that is an absolute. Perfect, like that is that is perfectly legitimate reason for your. I understand that. We we get it. There's nothing. There's nothing that does. There's nothing that doesn't discredit anything. Mike, I also I'm going to go with a five. This is something that I as as much as it makes me sad, I have to chuckle because wow, she literally she, she went for 30, 30 seconds and literally said nothing. Is anybody writing this down? I am. Okay, you're good. Okay, well. Uh, and uh, I am going to also give it a five. Um, you know, yes, it had titties, but that doesn't actually do much for me. Um, and I You were I definitely explaining to me that I should bump you way up, up a half a point. You're a heterosexual male. For titties. I can see titties anytime I want to. They're not as exciting to me as they are to you. Titties not being exciting for you uh, would have won me some pools in high school. I really wish I could cash in on that bet. Wow! <laughs> People thought I was gay? Oh my God, yeah. Really? Yeah! That is so strange to me. Maybe I'm going to tongue deep in a snatch. Maybe from a... <laughs> Maybe from a high school kid's perspective, I could get that, but and not today. I mean, I, I know you yeah, too well, but I, uh, yeah, Roy Hendrickson, who plays I, Aaron I, Pat, who we interviewed on the show, hosted today one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen, and it was what came first, the lesbian or the Subaru? And I <laughs> fucking laughed my ass off. Mike will tell you 
but I've launched into Subarus before. He's like, oh, I've driven a Subaru, and I did not give a shit. I just called him, and I just, I was like, no, you're a fucking I mean, asshole. I've driven them, but I was a lot attendant at a at a car dealership. Uh, no, no, no. You said like, who's? Oh no, it was the other guy. Yeah. So the anyway, other guy owned one. Owned a Subaru, and I was like, nah, you're a. Despite tits not doing anything for me, um, I still thought it was. I thought it was entertaining. I agree that it's a little. As an educator, I find it sad. Um, but to her complete ass cluelessness, combined with her effort to sound like she knows what she's talking about um you know a little bit hilarious and i also am going to give myself credit for the irony of bringing in this particular video as our inaugural vestibule in uh, women's history month so no mike can you can, just so that's my five you know what i and i'm doing this on a bias okay complete bias mike uh, can you add a half a point to my score so you want to go to 4.5. 4.5. She has raised me with her explanation. And this is why, you know, not being anonymous Done. kind of makes a difference. Done. With that with that saying, hey, first week of Women's History Month, and I brought this fucking moron. Done. Thank you. Thank you. I thought you'd I mean, truly, that. truly inspirational for the media. All right. Podcast. So I'm, I'm going to preface this. This is my video. Okay. Hold on tight. There's not much to it. All right. But it's brilliant. We're ready. It Let's is do this. Mike always brings gold. Fucking <laughs> brilliant. It's pure gold. Hi. I'm Ed Asner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I cheated and watched this video because we we where's my item? All right, we make a link list and we go through the link list and I watch this and it's hard to catch. I was like, what the fuck? He's like the first time I watched it, I wasn't paying that much attention. When you realize it's Ed Asner and he just flips out a fucking switchblade, that's hilarious. And the fact it's like three seconds long, there's nothing else, no context. Um, you know what, dude? I'm going to give that. That's a solid six. That's Thank solid you. Six. Didn't waste a whole lot of time. Not a whole lot of time. You know, real funny. Ed Asner won. It's, you know, and it's, just pulling on a switchblade. Fucking, it's gold. It's cold. Like, I don't know how many times you've won this fucking contest. Not that the contest is even, we make it about ourselves, but it's supposed to be. And that's where Stanley was going with a suggestion that we should make it more about the video and less about the people. But I think that takes the fun out of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm of the everything is made up and the points don't matter school. I mean, yes. right. you know, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's fun, you know. I do, can you name a video that won in a previous episode? No. No. And we listen to every episode. We like we're so narcissistic, we listen to ourselves. That's what happens. We listen to every Josh, we, we all do it. We listen to every did, episode. Did Willie Bum Bum win? I don't I think, think so. Bum, no. I feel I, like it should have yeah, Willie Bum Bum probably. All I know is I got robbed when I brought in fucking Bill Hell's big used cars. That I was fucking got robbed. I fucking got <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. That yeah. was a good one. I'm gonna fuck. So we, maybe that. we can have like a greatest hits episode where we we bring back the Josh, know, whether they won or not. Josh, Ed Asner flipping yeah. a switchblade. What's what's your score? I'm gonna give it a five point five. Nice, thank you. Nice. Got a I like where belly you... laugh. It was a little yeah. short. I was looking for more, but it was really good. It was good. It was good. You know the delay, the latency of the show kind of fucks everything up, but. 
Very, very good. Very good. Doc. Uh, I'm going to second what Josh said. I'm going to give it a solid six. Solid six. Yeah. Mike with a fucking heavy showing. Heavy showing. And I fear that some of my, I don't know what you have of mine. Or do we, we're going to go on to Dre's. Do we want to do Dre when he's I do here? have one from him, if we can, yeah, if you want to go there. But I, I, I also have one from you. Um, well, play you, one of them. Don't tell us which one it is, and we'll try to guess. All right. And do you mind if I score it myself? Because. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. Because you're. I, I, I just figured I, you were going to give it a seven. We'd be done with it. No, I, I I felt it was worthy of a six. Okay. But you know, I I I I thought it was a strong showing because it, three seconds it tells you everything you need to know, and it just pulls the rug right out from under you. Yeah. No, I, I also really, love that with all of his credits, they have voice actor up. Like of all the movies, right. right? Of everything he's done, like Up is the one that like yeah, the fucking yeah. Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah, he was on Mary yeah. Tyler Moore for like a hundred and ten years. Just nothing. It was like thirty-seven oh, yeah. seasons. No, no, he was the voice. He was the voice of the old. Getting up. That's a bad one. I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out. That was bad. Should All right. So uh, now I got to put a bleep in you, bastard. Oh, I'm sorry. I won't though. That was bad. You, should... you know, I, I I say I will, but I won't. Oh, whatever. All right. So uh, this really is this much. is what we have next. I just apologize for 20 minutes. Oh, this is a good one. I love this guy. Is this yours? No. Your mother said she found it in your closet. I don't know when a guy was... Must have who? Must have what? Must have rhymes? Was it Chris? Huh? Does he have more, you think? Can you call him? Look, Dad, it's... No, I'm taking your PlayStation away. This is fire. Where did you get it? I don't know. You what? You what? Huh, Timmy? Look, Dad needs a loud so he can get a little quiet time, okay? No, you're grounded forever. Where did you get this stank? Dad, yeah, no, you're in big trouble here, Timmy. Look, Timmy, you're not in trouble, okay? Just who, who do you get it from? I'll, I'll drive you over there. I'll pay extra. I don't care. This shit is fire. Who'd you get it from? You all right? I knew it, you sneaky little bastard. You been pinching my sack? Who taught you how to roll a joint like this? I learned it by watching you. Oh my God. My own boy. So this seems long, and I looked at the uh, time signature, and I love it. Grab my rolling papers. Homeschool starts in five. Which is long, but hilarious. It is long, and it's... Hey, Carol. I think it's more than one of it. Bring us some toasters. With different commercials. (laughs) kids in deep shit. Pretty funny. Speaking of Carol, I think I mentioned him before. He's like like a low he had budget. Roll another joint. Hmm. Is your mom even home? Is that actually his mustache? Oh yeah, we got divorced. No, no God, I fucking hope not. Wait, this ad has an ad. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Yeah, I got one. You gonna eat that? <laughs> the brain. Finish my breakfast, Tony. Want a hit? Ah, the devil's lettuce. Go ahead and try it. You look like a vegan. You take one hit of that and you're gonna be working in a vape shop well into your 30s. Yeah, well, video games are gonna be way more fun. 
get ready to forget a lot of shit. <laughs> you like looking for your phone when it's already in your hand? Because that's happening. You ever want to know what nacho cheese and vanilla ice cream tastes like? <laughs> but you never had the balls to try it? Well, wonder no more, my friend. There will be several times where you stare blankly into your refrigerator while thinking about your fish tank. Who needs short-term memory anyway? Blaze that shit up and forget you ever pay for that haircut. Hey, his hair looks fine. You shouldn't cut your own hair. You know how you get all stressed out when you feel math? Well, you're still gonna feel math, but you won't give a fuck anymore. Okay, but, but if you don't smoke weed, you could be super judgmental of your pot-smoking friends and blame anything bad that happens to them, not on luck or an accident, but on weed. I hate you so much right now. I hate you too. You know who else smokes weed, kid? Hanson. Jesus. Jesus did not smoke weed. Yeah, but he drank wine. Your point? Alcohol kills roughly 88,000 people oh, per here year. here we go. You know how much weed kills? Jesus Christ. No, <laughs> it's this guy over here with his alcohol kills more people than weed bullshit. It's not bullshit. Do you want a hit or not? Oh yeah. How long are we talking for? Tell this guy to fuck off. I got a Keith joint rolled up in the other room. I call it angel dust. All right, now you're talking my language. Keith Urban, <laughs> Keefer Sutherland, Whisker, Keefer, whatever you can. Take us to the weed, chariot boy. No, I'm good. We don't need your shitty weed anyway. Oh, wow, this is good shit. Yeah. That's catchy. Thank you. I just made it up. How's it go? Mmm, pot. Mmm, 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 pot. Dip it up, up. Mmm, pot. Mmm, 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 pot. Mmm, 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 pot. Dip it up, up. As you can see, he's got more anti, you know. Yeah, I see that one of them is only two minutes and 25 seconds. But the reason I chose this one is it had the... You all right? I learned it by watching you. I do love that one. And I wanted... That's the only one that I found that had that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I love that one, and I, I also love the. This guy my does other... a really good job of, you know, looking like he's in the commercial, like you're looking like he's. Yeah, there. no, that's it's that's some some pretty impressive uh, editing or whatever. That it is. is, and uh, no, he, my other that, favorite that is... YouTube channel is Zebra. Let's give a plug, Zebra Corner. That's who we've just, you know, nice. plagiarized. Plagiarized, yeah. Or you know, uh, what's the word that promoted? I'm... Promoted. We promoted them. Oh God damn it! People hate it when I use it, but I. Uh, Man, we got dogs. Yeah, something. no, my my other favorite. I do like the the you all right, and my other favorite, of course, my absolute favorite is the. It'll make you feel good. That's my favorite one. I love that one. The well, Ludes girl. Yeah, no, I like that, and you did that before, but uh, yeah, I, know. I like. I'm, the, I'll probably do it again. Yeah, you all right? I learned it by watching you. Now that's just funny. I mean. It's pure gold. Everybody yeah, knows. It's good because it's true. Age, it's just, it's if just someone says it, especially like if you're like taking a hit off a joint and someone says that to you, it's the funniest fucking thing and you can't hold nothing in. Hey, all well, I, I mean, when you're taking a hit off a joint, everything is the funniest. Right. All I can tell you is when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, that's my excuse. <laughs> it was gold. It's like, finally, I have a way out. So, um, I mean, I, it was long. I'll give you that. It didn't have to, you know, but it was funny. It was a solid, on my, on my end, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give that a solid. That's a five. That's a five. 
I would give it a five. It definitely has the nostalgia. It's, a, it's an internet channel all its own. It's they don't like they rip off all. Do go check out Zebra Corner. They fuck with everybody. They're hilarious. But this one was the one that I chose to introduce everyone to this 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 genius. It, it is funny and it is well done. And I would give it a five also. But it was really long. It was really long. If it had been like one of those or maybe two, I'd give it a solid five. As it is, I'm going to give it a four. I'm knocking off. So each one individually, you would have given a fucking five to, but combined. Too much of a good thing. Too much of a good, too much of a good thing lowered the score. It's like, it's like when you get sick from eating too much sugar. Exactly. Well, I think, uh, I, I don't think it works that way. I think it's just simple math. Like if you give each one a five, it's a 15. They're my points and I will distribute them as I, I see fit. I whatever. I mean, it's women's history month, so I can't argue. So what was that? What was our final Determination there, Doc? Five? Uh, four. 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 Josh? Let's throw it to you there, uh, Josh. So I'm also going to give it to a four. I, uh, I think I missed the nostalgia. I did not grow up with these PSAs. I got different yeah. PSAs. So while I recognize the humor of I learned it from watching you because I've been alive in America, uh, I missed the rest of it. I didn't. That comedy wasn't for me. Like, literally, they didn't make it for me. Correct. Okay. In any way. He was not yet a gleaming in his father's I, I, Listen, eye. man, like, I'm, you know, I, it, I, I, I get very selfish with my submissions. Oh, I'm not saying this it wasn't funny, some, but I am literally you know, this means something to me, you know. I don't give a fuck about anybody else. <laughs> right. So. That sounds like a good way to run a, a broadcast. It, it hasn't worked so far. <laughs> if you, if you, Josh, look at my, if you look at my YouTube channel, my YouTube channel started somewhere around 2011. All 13 of our viewers agree, right? <laughs> and I had 13, I had 13 followers, and I had basically given up. I was not not given up, but I was I was working on, I work on a different YouTube channel for somebody else. I have work to do, and I get paid to do it. Right. Yeah, that when he actually gets followers on. This was the thing. It's like we were just kind of sit, we were all sitting around and we're all kind of like this type of this type of personality. And I said, Hey, I got this fucking YouTube channel. Let's go. You know, and everybody kind of kind of jumped in. And that's the way this worked. But um what um what were we fucking talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Right. What we were talking about, I was gonna give my score for uh for the drug commercial. I'm going with the six because I, yeah. I, I picked out some nuance that I really liked there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the nostalgia. They, those were the drug commercials I saw growing up. Uh, but the nuance that I, I was able to, to pick up, it was four minutes and 20 seconds long, which was important. It was intentionally four minutes and 20 right. seconds long because it was very specifically about pot. And I like the commitment to the bit when when you go so far as to make the time code 420. I love to hide little things that like, like when I do things for the show, like when I put things together, like if I add processing to a bit or processing to a video or an audio clip, I hide little numbers in there that I know are there, and it it just it warms my heart. Like there's sixty nines and thirteens and shit all over the place, 
because play I can. Show backwards, you will hear a prayer to Satan. And what will happen is Satan will emerge in your room. From your anus. And jerk you <laughs> off. And jerk you off. But it's not that good. It's, <laughs> it's a mediocre hand job. From Out of your own butthole. That's a very complicated reach. It is. It doesn't. Do you know how many 666s I have to encode into this secretly to make that happen? It's insane. It's, really? The, the mathematics are the just... App? And we've... <laughs> has, has and he's funny. Has everybody, signed, has everybody signed the contract to the Dark Lord so that we can get this show on? Like, we could be doing this every day for money. We just got to finish out the paperwork. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Um, I'm hoping. We've got I, one more because, because I wait. do have a Stanley submission. If you want to... All right. We'll get through this in two minutes. I, I really need to go. We'll... We'll roll through it. We'll go fast. It it's not that long, but it's fucking. We still have fire. to declare a winner. So. It's fire. Okay. So here we go. Oh, I can't help but think. No, I can't help but think. Oh no, this isn't gonna go well. Oh fuck! <laughs> Show a little ankle. Maybe in time. What are you thinking? You can win. See that. This ain't like grandma's house. Stay centered. Stay centered on the fucking table. I don't think that's gonna help. That table is not gonna hold her. That table. If that table came from Bob's discount furniture, there are four. four oh, there she goes. Oh. Gotta stay center. Stay oh, with it. Yeah, stay no. with it. Oh God. I that can, looks like it. Uh, I'm not right an empath. I feel that right now. Oh, oh, that's God oh, damn it! Oh, oh, of course, of course, Stanley gets the one with a fucking replay. Yeah, but I can't, I can't keep watching. Dude, look at that! Oh, dude, she hit Coxus. God damn hard. it! Hard. Right she went hard. Yeah. That's hard. That is. That's I fuck, dude. No, and the I edge to that meat. Oh. Oh. The edge oh. of that table to the meat of that thigh. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Dude, I used to think Jackass was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I <laughs> to myself, like I would if I hung out with those guys. I would never. I'd never hang out with those dudes. <laughs> I shouldn't. I would just, I'd be like, <laughs> like okay, if Dan Margera was... called me to hang out. Like, nah. That was the yeah. money shot. That was absolutely yeah. the money. That, that last line was. Oof. What I missed something. I was talking. Uh, she said I shouldn't perform that. <laughs> I shouldn't perform lesson, that. Lesson learned. She won't. Yeah. So, <laughs> I feel secure in replacing the coffee table. Yeah. Well, it looks like the coffee table actually I think is okay. It just flipped. It I mean. Break. I really thought it was going to break. <sighs> no. The thing is, I've never seen this clip before. Uh, there's a whole lot of dumbassery involved. I think the dumbassery, like, I really, I enjoy dumbass. Like, but the older I get, the the less I enjoy watching other people. I don't enjoy watching other people be in pain. I had that coffee table. Everybody had, <laughs> that, coffee table. I had, Everybody had that coffee table. I had yeah. that coffee table. That coffee table. That is not a weak uh, coffee table. As long as the, the hardware is tightened properly. 
the wet the legs aren't wiggly. You could hop up on it. You could flip it around. I've had dogs, hundred pound dogs, hop up on it and look at you like I'm on the table, <laughs> and you're like get off my fucking table. Yeah, but like even but even the table current, was okay. Even yeah. in your current adult, fully grown state, I think you weigh about half what that woman does, maybe less. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> the real lesson here is if you're going to stand on a strange platform, make sure your weight is center. I literally teach actors that. Don't, yeah. that's a, don't, that's a good don't be fucking stupid. If now you, you can use that as an instructional video, no? If what you not? feel yeah. it move Too a hard. little bit, go back to the center. Yeah. yeah. I have, I have played way. on stages that were pool tables with plywood oh. strung across and screwed down. They made a stage. Did you also play at the East End? <laughs> oh, I play at a, I'll tell you a place called the Daily Grind Coffee House in Browns Mills, New Jersey, which is the center of the Pine Barrens. And uh, it was awesome. But uh, Mike, Mike got my Delaware deep cut. Yeah. I'm sure he did. I did not. I'm from Yes, New I Jersey. did. I did as well. Yeah. I, uh, the East End was a very shitty bar that became two other very shitty bars before becoming like a trendy a college restaurant. Place. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a tough call. It's though. a weird hipster joint now. Yeah, I I cannot give this a score higher than a three, and that three is generous because I just it, it just uh, it really upset me to see her fall like that, you know. And we didn't see her; she didn't do the like "I'm okay" jump, you know. No, I, it no, was, she stayed it was down. She crawled along the floor on her back. Yeah, she yeah, stayed. She stayed down. That she was, was. She might. Yeah, I. She may or may not be clipped crippled for life. However, <laughs> we did see bouncing titties. There is a deep <laughs> tissue injury Which, again, involved. Which, is not the draw for me that it is for you No, guys. I get um, that. And that's why. Sorry to going, disappoint going, Josh's class. I'm just going but, a little bit higher. Just I'm giving it titty points at three and a half. Yeah, no, three for me. All right. So, for all the reasons the doctor listed, I'm actually going to give it a seven. I think it was a beautiful fall. We saw it coming. We had a perfect story. Fucking wild cards. This is why we let guests play the game, because we don't know how fucked up they are. <laughs> they may be more fucked up than us. I teach beautiful. people to fall for a living, man. This is gold. No, I mean, so you teach people to fall for a living. What would you rate her fall as a pain level? Out of 10? Out of, yeah, one to 10. 10 being the most unbearable pain you've ever felt. Um, probably a six. A six? Yeah, I don't think she broke anything, but she's definitely going to have serious contusions. Yeah, there's there's she, a deep tissue she, injury there. Yeah, what about, yeah. What about, she's going like, to limp, but I think she's fine. I didn't hear any snaps. I didn't see any. Yeah, she's all right. Okay. How yeah. how should if going into that fall, besides staying centered on the platform, going into that fall, what could she have done to bring that pain level down? So. She was on the edge of the table. The table fell forward and she fell back, right? So the first thing you want to do when a platform underneath you rolls that way, bend your knees, sit your ass down, tuck and roll. Very good. So you got a seven. Doc, what do you rate it? Um, I believe I gave it a three. She did. All right. Mike? I went 5.5 because I hung out a little bit in that video. And the point where she says, I shouldn't have performed that. The the realization that 
I just shouldn't have gotten up there and done that. It was dumb to hop on a coffee table with my big 300-pound ass. Beautiful. I have to go 5.5 because it, it became very clear to her in that moment. So who win, Who won this stupid contest? So we have two 19s, a 19.5, and a 23.5 for Ed Asner. So it looks nice. like I, I took it this time. You take away the trophy again Yay. this week. Very good. Well done, Professor. Well done. Uh, there's so much shit we didn't get to. We should pick up a second night. But, hey, Mike, you want to bring us home? I will. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on the Media Virus Podcast. You can reach us at 646-VIRUS-01. That's 646-VIRUS-01. Remember, we're in America, so you put a plus one in front of that if you're not from here. On behalf of the doctor, the absent Stanley McFadden, our fine guest, Mr. Josh Koslar, and our big bad host, Mr. Matty Rockdeff, I am Professor Mike Latouris, and this has been... The Media Virus Podcast. The Media Virus Podcast. Send help. And we're clear. I just hit stop. Come on, we, we did a good job.